Hi, first timers. Welcome to episode two of my sub series of First Time for Everything. First time being an expat, kind of. My husband and Matt and I are breaking down another week in the Netherlands, comparing it to life in the States, and we had a very exciting vet visit. So for any pet parents, this would be a good one for you to check out. Insert all of the stress here. Thanks for hanging out with us this week. Hope you enjoy this one and also stay tuned because I have a great episode coming on First Time for Everything with an awesome guest next week. So make sure that you subscribe so that you don't miss any episodes when they drop. All right, let's get into it. Women's health is extremely important to me, and I think modern fertility is one of the most exciting, accessible new advancements to come out in recent years to help us really understand our bodies more. Whether you're ready to pop out a mini-me like yesterday or the thought of being someone's parent after the night you had last night seems light years away, knowledge is power. Understanding how our bodies work to better be able to prepare for the future and take better care of ourselves right now is game-changing. Modern Fertility doesn't just offer fertility testing, it also offers birth control, prenatal vitamins, ovulation and pregnancy tests, and just launched a sperm kit, because fertility isn't just a woman's job, okay? So click the link in the show notes for $10 off your Modern Fertility hormone test and join the thousands of women who refuse to let fertility be a mystery. Now, back to the show. All right, week two. Week two. Cheers. Here we are. <laughs> so, should we do like a recap? Still in one piece. A recap? Do you want to recap this? Oh, just a week. <laughs> I don't want to recap this. I think um, the, the highlights, but we're actually lowlights. Um, so, earlier this week, we took Tux for a walk. He got stung by the only bee left in Hilversum in his armpit. So that was great. And then the next day, again, we talked to you last week about how the stairs are like this. And he tripped going down the stairs, ripped one of his toenails clear off, bleeding everywhere right at 6 p.m. And everything closes at 6 p.m. here. That would be a con for me. That would be a that con. That would be a big con is that everything is closed at yeah. 6 p.m. So we are trying to triage this open wound until we can get to a vet the next day. We got into a vet. They were lovely, very helpful. But again, like yesterday, today, he's been in a lot of pain. And we were the vet was like, you know, let us know if he's in pain. We'll give you some pain meds. Of course, they're closed for the entire weekend, and there's no like, like 24 hours. All vets event. are closed on the weekends, apparently. Yeah. Here. <laughs> so, uh, so we've mostly been just dealing with like a a lame dog. It's been for, very draining for most of the week, carrying him up and down these stairs. Um, he's 65 pounds, so that's no small feat. But he's been a trooper because that shit was nar-nar. It was real gross. Currently trying to get him to stop licking his paw. Yeah, so if you just hear us randomly saying, no, 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 that's us trying to get him to not lick his open wound. Yeah. So I feel like that's been the main thing we've been trying to navigate. It's been very draining, yeah. So in the grand scheme of things, it's fine. Yeah. You know? Uh, But again, I mean, in... I hate that this happened at his expense, but it's actually been 
helpful to have to find a vet, see what it's like to go to a vet. Um, if you're, you know, if you're a pet owner, navigating that, I think, is uh, just good practice. Yeah, and it was like uh, fairly cheap, I'd say. Like the whole thing was like fifty. Four euros. Yeah, it was or fifty-four euro, and that included some bandaging that we bought from them. So it was pretty cheap, and that's—I mean, we have health or we have pet insurance back in the states, but this was just like a, a, a random visit with no insurance, and yeah. So yeah, I don't know if if it, if they would have had to do more work on him, what that would have looked like. Yeah, like if they had to take blood or do anything. Uh, more invasive yeah i mean uh, that being said though too like our vet in nashville is usually 50 dollars for like a quick visit oh, okay. like that too so i don't I, I don't really know if there's any massive difference price wise um while we're on that tip we just experienced for the umpteenth time the maestro card yeah um, this is like a thing i guess here in the netherlands i've never heard of it before but there are uh, establishments that only take this card and no other cards like no they say they take debit card but they're talking about the maestro debit card no other debit cards like the debit cards that we have that are visa with bank of america um and like no my, amex yeah and i thought they were saying mastercard the first time it happened and i was like i do have a debit mastercard and they're like maestro card and so i know if you are a european resident specifically in the netherlands let us know is this a Netherlands specific thing is this a your like like pan European card because I would think if we moved here we would probably need to get that card to make our lives easier that being said I also don't know if it's more of like a small town thing because I don't remember having this issue in Amsterdam like our cards we didn't have any problems with any of our cards there whether it was like Visa MasterCard Amex sometimes is difficult because their percentage fees are so high for sellers that it's kind of hit or miss globally. But yeah, the Maestro card has been weird. So then you have to find a cash machine, which is not necessarily always readily available. And also, it to me, it's like so annoying. Be, and, and I don't know, this is maybe like a privileged thing to say, but like post-COVID, it just feels like everything is cashless now. And we've really gotten used to just using cards. And I haven't carried cash on me in four or five years yeah see yeah. it feels like uh, i mean it's funny least. even even estate sales or tag sales in the states which i frequent a lot everybody takes venmo everybody takes uh, square so you don't even have to have cash for things that are kind of old school like that so it is funny to be in a place that's so like readily accepts and also kind of pushes the use of cash a little bit too yeah, it's bizarre I mean, on one hand, it's good because it saves you some of the international transaction fees if you don't have a credit card that gives you a break on that. American Express does not charge international fees on their credit cards, but you can't, like, no one takes American Express here. So we've been having to use our Bank of America cards, and they're, they take a percentage of every purchase that or they I should say they add a percentage onto every purchase that you make internationally. So everything costs, like you know, like 10 to $2 more per purchase because we're having to use our- 10 cents to $2. Right? Yes, yeah. yeah, sorry. 10 cents to $2 more per purchase because we're having to use our Bank of America cards. So cash can be a better way to go if you don't have an international credit card and you're trying to save some money on each transaction. And the 
exchange rate isn't too bad right now. It's like almost one to one, or it's about like one ten, I want to mm. say, or so. Yeah, the Maestro card has been an interesting thing to navigate. Mm-hmm. What yeah, else? Not a fan. I just want options. This one, yeah, just <laughs> want, want options. options. <laughs> Don't want to be like pulled into one, you know, alleyway and like this is the only way. So American of so you. So Amer- yeah. Right. <laughs> Speaking uh, of American, uh, Matt used Amazon for the first time here, and that was oh, yeah. successful. So that's <laughs> just make sure you're on the country like that version of Amazon and not ordering on the regular Amazon yeah. that we're used to. So yeah, I went on the Netherlands one, and the products are like very different. So you might search something that you normally get, and that's not available, but something like it is, you know. Um, so yeah, that was a success. It he just, gets a lot of his cycling stuff on there. Yeah. So he had run out of something that he right. Although uh, no, it was actually um, shears for my. Oh, that's right. Yeah. To shave my head. <laughs> well, because that's the other thing too. Like you don't want to bring over. Um, electronics or like more not necessarily electronics but no it's like appliances like yeah. like a hair dryer curling iron uh shears uh, any kind of like shaving equipment that all that stuff doesn't have converters most of it doesn't have converters in the electronics so it'll just explode it'll just start like smoking the second you plug it in if you even if you have like an adapter you would need to have a converter into an adapter into the wall. Which so for is like all my much. girlies out there with very expensive blow dryers, curling irons, flat irons, do not bring that shit with you yeah. to Europe because it will go bye-bye. Yeah, it will. It definitely <laughs> will. I made that mistake. My One of my first trips over as an adult to, to Europe, I was in Edinburgh and I, I forget what I had with me. It was maybe, I don't, I didn't have hair back then, so I wasn't blow drying. I didn't yeah, you I did. I think blow dried my hair since I was in high school, but... I don't. I had something that I like plugged into one of those adapters, and it just instantly started smoking. So this was like 2009. <laughs> Headline and, is American burns down. It was an old like house, ancient too. boutique hotel. So it was like a 200 year trying old. Trying to shave his head. It was like a historical home. Oh my actually. god! You the, one of those place. thatched roofs that just would have gone up in flames. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, lesson learned the hard way, of course, because yeah. that's the way I learned all my lessons. So. Oh my god. Um, let's see. What else? Still missing all of our friends and family. Yeah. Definitely homesick still. I mean, it, I feel like I've fallen into like a routine here. Mm-hmm. I'm a very routine guy, so I've fallen into a routine here, but I'm definitely a no, I think, on life in this town. Um, yeah. The, it's just yeah. a little too small, and there's just not a lot of people our age that we've seen. It's just a lot of like college kids, high school kids, and then like older people like 50s, 60s, 70s, right? Yeah. It's yeah. Not a lot of in between. Yeah, we went into Utrecht again today, and that felt nice to just be around some more activity, get some different food. We did have a great Indonesian, or no, um, Nepalese meal, Nepalese meal this yeah. week, which Here is cool. Here in Hilversum, yeah. And um, that's cool because I don't, I don't feel like that's food that's readily available in the States. So. Or at least I haven't really come across it a ton, so it's cool to try something like that, which is delicious mm-hmm. here. And then we went to a really good place called what was it Street Food Club? The Street Food Club, yeah, in Utrecht. Really fun interior design. Yeah, like the the food was good. The cocktails, uh, the cocktail I got wasn't my favorite. And a friend of ours who lives here was saying that um, American style cocktail bars that. 
you know, you're used to these really fancy cocktails and these mixologists that are like world class. Um, I don't know that that's necessarily hit over here, at least from what we've seen. I guess that remains to be seen in Amsterdam. Yeah. So we'll have two months to kind of suss that out. We'll but, let you know. We'll do the uh, research and development, take one for the team. We'll get back to you. Be <laughs> such a hard job. I know. The worst. I'm trying to think of any other like pros or cons that I experienced this week. Yeah, I mean, the weather was, it rained a lot this week. Today was beautiful. But it did rain a lot this week, so you do feel a little stir-crazy. I think more so because we don't know anyone here, so it's like we don't have any reason to really like go out other than to eat, basically. Or like there's not really any like museums or like a ton of cultural things to do in this town. Um, so you're kind of just relegated to wherever you're living. So I think... Feeling like a little stir-crazy was a little bit of a bummer, but the place we're staying is so comfortable and really beautiful, and I'm really grateful that we have this place. It's pretty spacious, so it's not like we're on top of each other. The place we have next month is going to be tight, but we'll be in Amsterdam, so I think like we'll be out a lot more. And we'll You'll be, be out a lot more. I will be out a lot more. <laughs> You're going to be out living your best life. It's true. I will be exploring yeah. for sure. Yeah, and it's a good location. It's like yeah. on the west side of town, um, still within, or maybe just on the outskirts of those like rings, the canal rings. I, I, don't, I don't know the names of the districts. I think but. it's called A10. I think this is what our buddy Norman had told us. But uh, yeah, we will give you an update on that when we move in there, the first. So excited for a change of scenery. I really love to cook, and it's, I'm still, um, I am about five days into my duolingo journey so I, it is very slowly getting easier to recognize ingredients and, and starting to recognize words um so it's making it like the tiniest bit easier to look for food but i think i'm still kind of mentally exhausted when i go into a grocery store to look for food and i really love to cook so that's been kind of a bummer that um it just takes so much mental energy to think about like okay like what's in this thing can i use this and what i want to make so i've been making a lot of like hearty soups where i just like throw a bunch of random shit um and then i found these almost like uh, blue ribbon style or i think that's the name of it like uh where you get those meal prep plans that come to a you. Blue Apron. Blue Apron. I found these Blue Apron style meals in this grocery store today that were really affordable. Um, and so I'm gonna try those out, but they seem like really fresh ingredients. And one is like a kale gnocchi and another one is an okonomiyaki. And so it'll be fun to- Bless you. <laughs> oh my God. Womp womp. <laughs> I just love that. Uh, I love I love those words. I can't. It just sound like you're singing this. A song or something. Um, <laughs> I have a, uh, not to be the Prince of Darkness, but I have a, a big a big con to add to the list. Go ahead. What, and, and anyone from Europe that watches this, uh, please tell me why Europeans seem to love to smoke so much. Yeah. I feel like I'm back in the <laughs> 90s. Like when I was getting my cut my teeth as a, a young musician playing these these clubs in Dallas that were still smoking, and, and I would I would come home I would reek of smoke for like three days afterwards. Now here, 
uh, they don't allow smoking inside any of these establishments, but you'll be at the train station, you'll be like anywhere out just outside of any public establishment, and there'll be at least a handful of people and just it's like young, ripping it's like cigarettes. It's like young people, too. It's not just older people. Yeah, um, yeah it's just... Uh... I don't, I don't really understand. I don't get it, yeah. I thought that. I thought we were past all that, so. Yeah, but we were also surprised by it, too, when we went to Italy last year. I yeah. think that probably sounds really naive of us to be like, Italian smoke. <laughs> like, it probably sounds so naive. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know why I wasn't uh, expecting it so much outside of someplace like Italy. Uh, and, yeah, we got here. For me, I feel like if, if you're in, like, a place like Paris, it's like you, sure. you, you have to smoke have a coffee and a croissant and that, and that, you know, you that's have to vibe. Do. to be a Parisian. That's what you have to do. You it's know? a requirement. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just not expecting that here. It's just been in full force. So you're walking around and you're just trying to get like some fresh air on your walks and it's just like one cloud of smoke after the other. So I am highly annoyed by that because I, I hate cigarette smoke. Yeah. I don't mind cigar smoke, but cigarette smoke has just always really bothered me. So anything else for you? Oh, well, I mean, I, I can, definitely say at this point that the accessibility you have by bike in this country is insane it's i've never seen anything like it anywhere in the world uh, i've like definitely taken full advantage like riding around the countryside and city to city and everything is completely connected the 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 work that they've done it, it's like super high quality definitely like it's very pleasant it's like feels very good to i'm excited to, to explore that. that next month i didn't end up renting a bike while we were here um just because where we are is so walkable it didn't really make sense i explored and i should look up the name of this river it's just west of hilversum by Probably definitely less than 10 miles, but it, it this river that goes from Utrecht up to Amsterdam, I think the Vecht River. So, or does that just mean river? I don't know. I don't know. There's a so there's this, it's like a fairly good sized river, and yeah, uh, I've I've ridden this portion from Utrecht up not quite to Amsterdam, but like uh, maybe four or five miles south of Amsterdam. and all of the big money is along this river. This is some of those pictures that I showed you. Oh, the you. homes are insane. I'll, I'll make a reel, you guys, and yeah. put it on um, TikTok at, at FTSEpod. And um, I'll put some of the pictures on there because it's they're beautiful. I don't know that I even call these homes. These are more like estates yeah. or manors. Yeah. I mean, they're massive. And then there's also a castle that I stumbled upon. This is all just along the same river and it's all accessible by bike. And there's all these tiny little towns along the river that you go through. Um, that is a really neat part, uh, probably my favorite part that I've discovered so far. I definitely want to get on a bike so I can experience that stuff too because I've mostly been kind of in the town. Just walking around. Yeah, or taking the train to Utrecht and um, since we're a bit closer here than we are in Amsterdam and I just really we wanted to explore that and see if that was a place we might be interested in I think it still feels a little small for us definitely yeah. maybe so I think Amsterdam is still the place we're most interested in exploring but uh, yeah I'm excited to get on a bike I'm also a little a little scared but... it's intense I mean even like this is coming from someone who's dedicated you know, six days a week for the last five years of doing this. And people here, they like are born on two wheels. Quite literally. They have these really cute bikes that um, have these like wagons attached to the front. It's like the, 
Like a cargo bike. Yeah, like a cargo bike. And you can put like up to three children in these things. And it looks like if I was a kid in one of these, I would be living my best life. It looks like such a blast, but you just throw your whole family in there and you just go for it. These people are (laughs) sending it. I mean, it... Yeah, some of them are electric. So you can really get going. So, But a lot of people are just going at a very chill pace. So that's more... Like the speed I would be going at, but but there's definitely like an etiquette you kind of learn, you know, just like kind of like in in like driving, you stay to the right and the, the people going faster are off on the left side. But there's not a lot of like clearance, so yeah. it's tight. And I haven't seen anyone crash yet, so I'm just like, do these people are they just that good? There are no like wipeouts in them, but yeah. Anyway, we'll see. I'll I'll keep my eyes peeled for that. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that wraps up week two of us out here in these Netherlands Dutch streets. (laughs) Thank you guys for hanging out with us. And um, yeah, I guess next week we'll be coming to you. Will we be in Amsterdam by then? Well, next Sunday we'll still be here, but we'll be in Amsterdam like midweek. So you'll get one more update maybe from here if there's anything exciting to report. If if not, not, then we'll just maybe we'll just wait until we've spent a week in Amsterdam. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next time.